Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're back in the archive checking out this episode. I wanted to give you a heads up that while the episode you're about to hear may be a little bit older, we still stand behind all of our advice and actionable takeaways. However, we may mention resources that are no longer available. The best way to get our up-to-date resources is going to feelgoodretail.com slash podcast and checking out what we have there. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome to Retail for the Rest of Us, a podcast for indie retailers. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Retail for the Rest of Us. I am your host, Janine Malone. And if you thought after last week's episode that I was going to leave you high and dry with no new content for June, you are mistaken. (laughs) I am really excited because as I mentioned on the most recent episode, we are making some changes to Retail for the Rest of Us. Thank you, Amelia of Softer Sounds, our amazing editor and producer for helping birth these changes. And that will be happening more so in July. But this is the time of year where I feel like a lot of podcasts take breaks. And I didn't want to leave you guys high and dry while you're packing orders or prepping for summer vacations or taking your little hot girl walks around the neighborhood. I really wanted to bring you a tight little mini series about what I think is the number one way to scale your shop sustainably especially if you are an indie retailer, a maker, a small business owner who doesn't have a ton of money to be spending on ads, doesn't have a ton of time to be wasting, experimenting with all sorts of different strategies and really wants to find something that can feel really fulfilling for you and for your team if you have one, and also will feel really amazing to your customers while resulting in higher sales. I mean, is there anything better? Like, isn't that that's the goal, right? (laughs) So this month, we are talking all about community. And I will be in your ears every Wednesday. That's right, we're back to a weekly show every Wednesday with a mini episode that I'm going to try to keep under 15 minutes, just to give you these really easy conversational episodes to get your wheels turning. Now, because I want to keep these episodes short and sweet, I've also gone ahead and created what I think is a pretty epic companion resource. You may remember that last year in 2021, around the holiday season, we did something similar where we had our podcast episodes and then there was this epic resource challenge about preparing for the holidays. And that seemed to work really well. I got a lot of positive feedback around that. So we're going to try it again. I have created for you the Building Community Dashboard And so that's going to help you take what you learned this month and actually apply it to your business to nurture your customers and strengthen your relationships right alongside your sales. So if you're interested in grabbing that guide, you can go to feelgoodretail.com slash besties, B-E-S-T-I-E-S. That's feelgoodretail.com slash besties to grab that building community dashboard which like I said, is really a companion resource for these next four episodes. So like I said, for the next four weeks, we're really diving into community. Why does it matter? How do you build it? And why is it different than, you know, the classic business as usual acquisition, going after new customers, 
hamster wheel that I think a lot of us feel very pressured into when we are small businesses. Because there's not a lot of content out there for small businesses that's tailored for small businesses, right? There's a lot of content, there's a lot of podcasts, there's a lot of courses around scaling significantly for service-based businesses, for people who are going after like huge, huge growth with fundraising and things like that. But for those of us, and I'm going to include myself in with you, who want a really robust business that creates the life that we are dreaming of, but doesn't sacrifice our values and doesn't come at the cost of our mental health, our physical health, our financial health, what are we supposed to do? (laughs) So like I said, I think my answer to the question, how can you most effectively grow your shop is always going to be focus on building community, focus on relationships. Because retail is a relationship business. Without them, let's be honest, (laughs) running a shop, running a product based business would be pretty boring. And honestly, it would probably feel like kind of gross, right? It's just swiping credit card after swiping credit card. It feels like a never ending cycle. And I've heard from so many of you that what actually is the biggest sticking point, the biggest ick in your business is when you feel too salesy, when you feel like you're spamming people. And I think if you shift your mindset from selling to serving and really focusing again on nurturing and growing a relationship with your customers, as opposed to, you know, just like swipe the card and like, thanks, have a nice life. (laughs) It can be really, really fulfilling. So all of that to say is that focusing on relationships versus individual transactions is the key to success. Community building takes that idea to an entirely new level, right? So the difference between having a relationship and having a community is, in my mind, a community is more symbiotic. There's an equal give and take, right? There's this rotation between you're offering something, your customer is purchasing it, then they're giving you feedback, then you're rewarding them in some way, then they're connecting with other people. Like there's this beautiful cycle. It's exactly like an actual relationship, right? (laughs) Like think about friendships, think about romantic relationships that you've been in. When you're not focused on just one date or one, you know, coffee session, then the trajectory of that relationship shifts, right? You're asking different questions. You're presenting yourself a little bit differently. You are trying to balance asking questions and talking about yourself, right? There's this delicate dance to relationship building that I think is really critical. It's more of like a living, breathing thing, whereas just looking at people as customers is pretty passive and pretty linear, right? Don't get me wrong. (laughs) We love a customer, right? We love the people who come in, don't really want much more from us, just want to pick up the things that they love and go. But we always want to create the opportunity for there to be more. That's really what this series is going to be about. So like I said, and like you may imagine, (laughs) this is a fundamentally different mindset than going after new customers all the time, both energetically for you and strategically. 
nurturing the customers that you have feels a lot different than just slinging product. It requires care, it requires creativity and compassion, but it also provides you an infinite well of support as you scale your shop. So like I said, if you've ever felt like selling feels gross, um, I really think that switching your marketing mindset to a focus on community and relationship is going to change the game, even just for your own mindset and your own creative juices. When you're in a conversation with and in service to your customers, it makes your products and your content more magnetic. There's no more guessing, no more finger crossing, no more praying that people just discover you. You're actively engaging in the relationship to make it a two-sided exchange. So allow me to get into a little bit of jargon here. But basically what we're talking about (laughs) in the most boring basic terms is acquisition versus retention. So acquisition means that someone is completely new to brand. They are a first-time shopper, right? So they are making their first transaction with you. It is expensive to attract new customers, right? Whether that means you're, you know, putting ads out or doing some kind of sponsored content or just the expense of trying to get the algorithms out there to show you to new people, right? To show up on Discover pages, to get your reels seen by people, to bless the TikTok gods, to get Google to rank your page higher in search, right? Whether it's money or energy, acquisition is the most expensive of the two. So acquisition means new to brand, totally brand new. Retention is your repeat buyer, right? So they've purchased at least once before and they're coming back because they had a good experience or they loved the product. It is cheaper to retain your customers, right? Again, I'm not saying that it's free because even the energy that you pour in, I want you to think about as a resource inside of your business. However, it is easier to keep a customer happy than it is to be discovered by that customer. There's a little bit more that you have. You tend to have a little bit more control of that experience. Of course, you know, everyone has free will. It doesn't mean every customer is going to be a repeat customer, but you can create systems in which people are being pointed in that direction by showing that you care for them. So again, acquisition is me coming to your shop for the very, very first time and purchasing a planner, right? And then if I come back a second time to buy my sister a candle and also buy these really cute pens for said planner, I've been retained. That's retention. So without all the, I don't know, the bro-y jargon, the marketing jargon, I want you to think about it like a garden, right? It's the time of year we're all kind of planting. I know I'm trying to get my little green thumbs in action over here. If every time you wanted a tomato, you had to invest the time, effort, money, and energy to plant a new plant to get one tomato, you would run out of resource pretty fast. You'd run out of space. Your soil would probably be depleted. You would be exhausted because you're like taking care of all of these plants when the most effective way to get more tomatoes is to care for the plant you already have. Does that make sense? 
So not only are relationships gentler on your resources, they also pay dividends. Every investment that you make in retention and in community building will come back to you in multiple. There's a stat that I read recently that said increasing retention by just 5%, increasing your repeat customers by just 5% can increase your sales by 25% or more. It pays dividends to invest your energy in relationships. You will never regret spending time, energy, and money doing that relationship building because it is plentiful. It is expansive. It is magnetic. And it really does stand out in today's day and age. Think about a time that you had a really good experience in a shop or a restaurant or at some kind of like event. Didn't it make you want to tell everyone? I know for me, it definitely does. If I have a killer experience somewhere or in the reverse, if I have a bad experience somewhere, I'm not writing a mean Yelp review, but I remember, right? And I'm like, I don't really want to go to that shop. I'd rather support a different place or go to a different restaurant where I feel like I'm really being cared for and seen. So just think about that on a human level as well. And I know what you might be thinking. (laughs) Doesn't that take forever? Like, Doesn't relationship building take so much effort? Maybe you're thinking about like a friendship that's really hard to maintain or your dating life or even your relationship with like a family member. And it feels really (laughs) draining and feels like sometimes making those steps forward can be really exhausting. Well, relationship building definitely takes energy. I am not going to deny that. I came up in retail in a time when, wow, that makes me sound old. (laughs) I came up in retail in a time when I was young where I was doing one-to-one clientele. I've told this story before. I was 23 years old. I was managing a very high-end luxury boutique. And my job was essentially making phone calls to customers, writing emails to customers, sending care packages to customers who were eons older and wealthier than me. And I had to find a way to connect with them and to build some kind of relationship, despite the fact that on paper, we looked like we had nothing in common. And I really enjoyed doing that. It made my work feel very fulfilling. That being said, I don't think it has to be done the old school way anymore. Sure, there are instances and we'll talk about some of those in the coming weeks. But my answer to how long is building a community going to take is, well, it's not going to take forever, but it's also not going to happen overnight. At Feel Good Retail, we actually break this process down into four stages to go from casual connection, never made a purchase, but is aware and interested in your brand, all the way through becoming a community member. And we like to call this the relationship cycle, because actually, the best way to get new customers is to have happy current customers. And we'll talk more about that as well. So in the next two episodes, we'll be diving into the four steps that take casual connections to your community members. But if you're like, I want some of that now, (laughs) if you want a sneak peek, if you want to work alongside us, you can go to feelgoodretail.com slash besties to grab a copy of our building community dashboard. There's reflection questions. There's a playlist. There's an overview of the relationship cycle. We've got some of our favorite tools to help you nurture your community on autopilot and so much more. This is a pretty epic. You guys know me. I love to just give as much as possible in these free resources and make them really actionable 
So I would highly recommend if you're interested in growing your shop and you want to do it in a way that feels super fulfilling, super exciting, and generally conscientious of not only yourself, but also the people who are in relationship with your business, this is the way to do it. I'm so excited to bring you this series. Again, feelgoodretail.com slash besties, B-E-S-T-I-E-S to get that dashboard. And I'll talk to you next week. Cheers to feeling good. Retail for the Rest of Us is a podcast by Feel Good Retail. If you'd like to learn more about how we can help you scale and grow your shop in a way that, well, feels good, you can visit us at feelgoodretail.com. The show is produced by Softer Sound Studio. And if you'd like to support our independently run, woman-powered podcast, you can leave us a five-star review, take a screenshot, share it to social media, tell your shop BFFs, or join our retail resource library, a communal space for indie retailers to access resources and tools that will support their shops. For just $5 a month, you can not only support the show, but get access to an archive of our most popular resources and exclusive seasonal content. We'd love to see you in there. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Cheers to feeling good.